We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the RotoWire Soccer DFS show. My name is Jack Burkhart. I'm at Jack Burkhart on Twitter, and I am joined by two DFS professionals. We have Ryan Belangi and Jordan Cooper with us today. So our usual host, Adam, he's out in the New York, New Jersey area. And as a former New Yorker, I lived on Long Island for six years. I gave him a bagel recommendation. I told him to get an everything bagel with cream cheese and no locks. So Jordan, you're a New Yorker. Is that the chalk suggestion, or would you suggest maybe more contrarian play at the deli? Well, I, I, I come from a Jewish background, so the locks is implied. You got to put the locks on with the cream cheese, even even the even if you want to put the capers on as well. Oh, I can't. It's the caper. It's too salty for me. I don't know. I just could never do it. The, the bagel should speak for itself. That's my controversial take. But, so but you got the main. You got the the core. You got the core. You got the cash lineup. Yeah, um, that's everything that, bagel exactly. with 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 cream with the schmear. And yeah, you're good. You and if you can't get, if you can't get that in New York, then you go you go you go to a bodega, and you get a roll with egg, cheese, bacon. You know, get one of those those the things. They're not a yeah. dollar fifty anymore, but but yeah, if you're in New York, that's what you get for breakfast. Yeah, definitely the chalk suggestion. No upside, but little downside. You know, it's not gonna be like, oh, I don't like capers or anything like this. Uh, Ryan, you're a proud Wisconsinite. What's your bagel order? And please tell me it's not like the Thomas store bought bagels. No, I mean, I think I would go with exactly what you said. Everything bagel and cream cheese. I mean, I'd be fine to have the locks on it, but I'm good either way. But in general, even with yeah, bagels, I, even with bagels, you're agreeing with me. This podcast well, sucks. I, it's no, terrible. I'm, I'm, more agreeing, I'm more agreeing with Jack is where like I go, I'm the kind of guy where like I don't want too much to get in the way of the thing that I'm or the best thing about what I, whatever I'm eating. Yeah. Like on a burger, for instance, or even pizza sometimes, like I don't want to put too much stuff on because I like, you know, you want that first. Yeah. I don't know. So well, you're I basically, mean, you basically, you like showdown for meals rather than classic slates. <laughs> <laughs> too many choices. <laughs> I like to make as few choices as possible. So yeah, that's why we prefer the bagels. Anyway, I think that's all we have to talk about with the show, right? We got your bagel, we have your we have your cash game. And if you want to play a GPP, throw some locks in there. No, but we are here to talk about this Saturday. It should be a pretty fun um, five game EPL slate. So I'll just go through the odds quick. Um, 
I think the big thing that sticks out about this slate is that Arsenal kind of have this cake matchup against Bournemouth. So they're massive favorites in this spot, 80%. They have the highest total, almost two and a half goals, and they have very high clean sheet odds as well. So it's nice that this is a five-game slate because maybe there's going to be other directions to go to instead of you know just jamming in as much Arsenal as possible. Chelsea are in very bad form, but they're facing a kind of charm and soft leads defense. So I feel like Chelsea, even if they're out of form, might have a good opportunity there. Brighton's been a strong team, and they're playing against a bad West Ham team. Um, Tottenham against Wolverhampton, maybe we can talk about that one later. That's probably not one that we're going to be as excited about due to the lower total, and an even lower total in Aston Villa and Crystal Palace. So, Jordan, maybe from a big picture DFS point of view, do you think that we're going to be like trying to jam as much Arsenal as possible, or do you think that there's other options at other positions? So how do you think we're going to be approaching this slate from a big picture with five games? Well, from a, from a price consideration, I don't think it's necessary that you need to play Arsenal. I mean, even in cash games, I think I think you probably are. Uh, we'll, we'll take a look at the forward position, which is not very good. Uh, but... I mean, I think, I mean, the chalk in GPPs, I think, you know, two, three, four man Arsenal stacks are going to be, I think all these Arsenal guys are going to be popular. So basically the main, the main Arsenal, Saka, Martinelli, Josard, Odegaard, they're they're all going to come in with high ownership. Uh, So from a, from a big picture, I mean, we, we don't really have high priced midfielders to pay for. Right, we don't have the the the, the monopoly set piece table. I mean, there's one there's one guy that uh, we may disagree with that I I consider, but we'll we'll get to it. We'll we'll, we'll I'll, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a take. I don't I don't think it's a hot take, but it's a take, nonetheless. That I think he's actually price considered the best player on the slate, and he doesn't play for Arsenal. Uh other than that, I mean, it comes down to in GPPs. To me, the 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 biggest question is. How much do does the field trust Chelsea? Because I I don't looking at the play I don't, but from the pricing and the and the and the, and the one point eight three implied goal scoring odds against Leeds, like if I were to choose a game that I want to play, I think it's Chelsea Leeds. If a game is going to be like four to two or something like that, the question is is that who do you really trust on Chelsea? And it's not like you're getting that much of a discount. You're getting a discount off of Arsenal, but like I don't want to be the one that goes there and then see, you know, see Kai Havertz and see Joe Felix with 30 plus percent ownership and go, well, why did I do that? And then you go to Brighton, and I think Brighton, Brighton always is underowned because people don't view them as a top team. Then I go, well, if people are gonna play Chelsea and people play Arsenal, why don't I just play Brighton? But price considered, you're still in the same ranges as a lot of these. You're still playing, you're paying Arsenal prices for a lot of these guys anyway. So to me, cash games are much, I think cash games are actually tougher on the slate than GPPs because GPPs, I mean, you could, you could, there, there are tons of options. And I think the ownership is spread out enough outside of Arsenal that you could get anywhere you kind of want. But in cash games, like you're 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 either you're either gonna like what I feel like is that you're paying up it forward for like quote safety, but is it all that safe? Would you rather just take a che- a shot at a che- at least one cheaper forward, just so you can round out your lineup with with people that actually had could get points? 
Yeah. Jordan, I agree. I found cash games to be a tricky balance because it's just tough to fit everything in and you feel like the lineup could be good for a tournament maybe, but I'm not sure what's optimal. So looking forward to diving into that. Uh, Ryan, how do you see the slate? Do you anything you agree with or disagree with with Jordan? Uh, yeah, I see it pretty similar. I mean, it's tough with Arsenal because any four of their of the four guys that Jordan mentioned could could score the most amount of points and you wouldn't be surprised. And also, you wouldn't be surprised if they bust. I mean, even Saka. Um, not bust, but, you know, he's 10-2. And there's a lot of other plays on this slate. But someone like Martinelli, I mean, 9-7 is too much for cash games if he's not taking any set pieces. You know, Trossard looks okay for 8K, but he's been the one getting subbed. I mean, he's had sort of assists bail him out in a couple games. He doesn't necessarily have a big floor. Um yeah, Chelsea. I don't know what are the what are, what does the field think about Chelsea? I'm probably more likely for tournaments to look at Brighton. Um, I don't know, just based off off the eye test, and people just don't like to play Brighton. And the same thing's going to happen on this slate. I'm pretty sure um, the Arsenal will be really popular. I feel like Chelsea will be next, and the, and then Brighton. So I'm willing to take a chance there. I'm hoping Jordan. I'm wondering who Jordan's going to say for the best play on the slate. I mean, I hope he's going to say Sally March, but I guess we'll see until, until we get there. He's already shaking his head. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, I agree. Cash game is tough because you could go a number of different ways. Yeah. Do, do you think, do you think that you're going to play in cash games, at least one Arsenal forward player? I would want I to. Yeah. What and here's the question: If you were to play two, I'm assuming it would be Saka and Trossard, and not Martinelli. Okay, right. I don't think Martinelli's playable. Not at 9700. No, you're correct. Yeah. Do you think that Saka's 2200 dollars difference between him and Trossard is worth the extra 20 minutes of game time slash activity, like? That's I agree question. with you that Trossard has a has a lower floor. I trust Saka's. I if I if all things considered, I'd rather just plug in ten to Saka, and I'm I'm fine with that. But like, do I have to? Like I did. Like, is the twenty two like to me? Is there that dramatic? If they both played ninety minutes, should they both be the same price? Like that. That's kind of what. Like well, how yeah. much more? If they both played right. If they both played ninety minutes. You'd still have to factor in that Saka has penalties and that he just has, well, I guess we don't, I don't think Jorginho is going to start. And I guess we didn't know if maybe Jorginho would take one since he's Jorginho, but I'm just assuming that Saka has penalties and he just, he has a higher floor from open play, but I hear you. I mean, I think the $2,000 difference is probably correct. Considering Trissard is unlikely to play 90. And yeah. I also think that, I like that, that you could you could fit in so like in a cash lineup. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you'll need the 2200. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I think that it's, it's a goalkeeper defender type of difference. That if you want to be safer, you play soccer. But I wouldn't. You, would you agree, Ryan? That if if so, you if someone showed up based on predicted 11s currently, and showed up with a cash lineup that had Trossard only in no soccer that that's not like crazy. I don't think it. Well, necessarily I think, yeah. I think it's perfectly fine. I think it'd be fine because 
Yeah, because of his price and because you have these other options. If if like Chelsea and Bright Brighton weren't on the slate, then yeah, you'd just pay ten two for Saka. But yeah, no, I agree with you. That he he's kind of priced out just because there's a lot of other options. You still might want to play him, but I don't. Maybe he's not a lock. Yeah, I agree. I don't necessarily think that he's a lock, but to me, like playing Saka and Trossard, that's sort of the everything bagel with cream cheese sort of approach to this slate. It feels safe. It feels good. And it definitely has a good floor against a very exploitable Bournemouth defense. And I was, and I, in my dummy lineup, I do have Saka because I'm not sure where I want to spend my salary elsewhere if I save. So Jordan, I do agree. I might not need that $2,200. It's almost like a luxury, but certainly not a necessity. So we have been talking about, you know, kind of the elephants in the room, the Arsenal forwards. What other forwards would you be considering, Jordan? So if you want to look at an alternative construction, perhaps just plugging in Saka and Trossard, what sort of options would you be looking at? Would you be like spending down to someone like a Raul Jimenez at 5,500 and hope for a goal or a Kai Havertz who's pretty favorably priced for a goal odds? Or do you have your eyes set elsewhere? Well, that's kind of the range. I My feeling is that like, like if I was going to, if, like I don't view like, like someone like Bowen, like you're not playing, you're probably not playing Bowen as an underdog against Brighton on the road. Okay. Throw that out. Ollie Watkins is laughable at 9,200. <laughs> For Aston Villa. Don't tell Ryan. I mean, Kane's there for GPPs if you wanted if you want to play Kane on the road to Wolves. Uh but it feels like like would I would I play Felix Sun if he's in Sterling if he's in? It feels like if I'm in this range, I might as well just play Trossard. Like at eight that it feels like if I'm playing one slot with with a and I have eight K to fill, it would be Trossard in that range. So if I'm not playing that. I would be going down and then you start going down and it's like, it's not, I don't think it's worth it to play Ferguson or Ben Rama or Podence or Ings or even gross at 7,100. I'll find the 900 for Trossard. Uh, it would be more likely that I'm, I'm punting. I'm going to play Havertz. Uh, if Richarlison is in, I, I don't, he probably knows him playing 90, but 60 you're, That's why Leon Bailey, uh, Jordan, Ayu at 5,600. I mean, none of these guys I want to play. I mean, you were going through the list of like, like, dude, I got Patrick Bamford for 5k and hope for the best, but that's, but to me, that's what you're like. If you're not going to play like Trossard, like that's what you're doing. You're just going down to going a hope and a prayer. But the thing is, is that with that money, with the hope and a prayer, you're now able to fill in like the rest of your lineup. You're going to love, right? You're not going to have to really do anything you don't like in the rest of your lineup. Uh, and get and get a certain guy in the midfield that I want to get. Uh so I may I may go down I may go down there. I mean, is there that dramatic of a difference, Ryan? Other than the matchup. And obviously the okay, I'm I'm going to all the all the variables is that is Kai Havertz if he leads the line for Chelsea and is going to and plays 70 say, plays the same amount of minutes as Trossard. Is the sixteen hundred dollars is should it be a sixteen hundred dollar difference? No, probably not there. Yeah, I, and I was just going to say, like about Trossard, him playing center forward, he has a smaller floor than if he plays on the left. You know where Martinelli, where he was first playing with Arsenal, but now he's been playing instead of Inketia. So I mean, he is more goal assist dependent for sure. Um, no, yeah, I, I'd be fine with that. 
So you're both talking about playing someone instead of uh, Trossard. So I assume this means that you're all basically just going to say, let's just fill in Bukayo Saka and then figure out what to do with our second forward. Or yeah, but he, but 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 Jack, even if you played Trossard plus Havertz, I mean, mm-hmm. if you need the money in all the other spots in your line, okay, I, I don't think that's crazy. But I I think based on lineup constructions that I'm looking through, that I think I think you're getting to ten two Saka anyway. But yeah, there, 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 there. If you want, if you want to, if you want to play like seven K midfielders, like in any utility, and pay up a defender, like yeah, yeah, okay, you can do Trussard Havertz or something. Yeah, okay, those those are absolutely viable types of lineups. But I'm just considering like, do you play Saka Trossard and then have like some like four K utility guy, or do you play like Saka? Havertz and then have like a 6k utility guy like to me that that's kind of the question that third player matters a lot more than like it's obvious I'd rather play Trossard over Raul Jimenez I mean but I mean <laughs> you get you get 2500 in savings that you get to put in a spot where you're not playing some some 4k utility player that could easily get you three and a half points yeah well maybe it's very important then maybe we can go back to the forward position we should talk about how we want to approach the midfield position because how we allocate our salary for how we allocate our forward salary is going to determine how we allocate our midfield salary so jordan you said that the higher price guys you didn't really see them as much of a necessity so we have Sally march up here at 8800 he takes some of the set pieces for brighton and he has a really good floor it does feel pretty similarly priced to arsenal players you almost just want to play an arsenal player instead of that maybe from a cash game point of view but how do you see the midfield position? I mean, maybe you can uh, show who your favorite play is at this point. I know okay. who his favorite play is, but yeah, go go for it. Oh, you do? You're sure about it? I'm sure about it. I, I'm pretty sure about it. 90%. Okay. okay. Well, I'm I'm probably – he's the first guy it, that goes in my lineup in cash games, and I think you could fit him in, and I have no problem with it. He doesn't play for Arsenal. He doesn't play for Brighton. He doesn't play for Chelsea. Right? He doesn't play. He doesn't play for any of the favorites, but he's not that big of an underdog. Uh, and that's Michael Elise uh, at 7,900. Uh, and Ryan is shocked because I don't, he goes, no, no. Wow. 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 Oh, I'm saying on wow. an underdog. This is a very interesting. Uh, no, I am shocked. I'm uh, shocked about that one. Let's, okay. Let's, hear it. Sl- sl- let, let's just say it's a slight. Okay. Let, let me, let me make the case for Michael Elise. Okay. Okay. To, to use context of other teams and other of, of, of what we would normally do otherwise. Okay, small favorite on the road, small underdog on the road. They're not a they're not a big underdog. They're they're, they're, they're Aston Villa is like plus one hundred five, right? So that's no big deal. Uh, would you play? Uh, let's say uh, Aston Villa versus Southampton. Would you play James Ward Prowse at seventy nine hundred? Not on this slate. Not well. I'm not saying not on this slate, but I just in general from a price in consideration. Ge- in- James Madison on on Leicester, like old school James Madison on Leicester, similar spot, slight on Leicester or slight underdogs. Maybe, maybe. Okay, you can do it. Okay, right, you could do it. But I'm I'm describing what Michael Elise is to Crystal Palace. He is right. Nearly, he's the monopoly set piece taking playmaking. He's Bakayu Saka with full with with James Ward Prowse. On Crystal, Pal- yeah, Crystal Palace ain't a great team, but they're not a big un- they're not they're not a big underdog. And if you just go, 
you could go to this to this the rotowire cheat sheet. Go to the rotowire cheat sheet, right? That's all you need for this stuff. Go to the player stats per 90 minutes and sort by floor, which takes out goals and assists. And you go through and you just you disregard the people that barely play, right? Like yeah, Lucas Moore in 94 minutes. Yeah, who cares? You go 321 minutes, Joe Felix, 13.86. Okay, not that much of a sample size. Who is the highest floor on this entire slate? Michael Olise. Hakeem Zayich has 569 minutes. But Michael Olise, 1,548 minutes, 12.87 floor. It's higher than Bukayo Saka. With, with enough minutes to go. Sali March is 1,905 minutes, 10.95 floor. Which, hey, I'm I'm not saying not to play Sali March, but he's 8,800. Michael Olise is 7,900. So I'm like, in comparison... Like you see, like Jared Bowen, 8,400. I mean, I'm not saying you play Bowen on this slate, but that type of player, his his floor, 10.16, right? Jack Harrison, 10.38. So like Michael Elise, 12.87. We have to think of Michael Elise as James Madison, James Ward-Prowse, that, that type of play. The majority, almost monopoly set-piece taking, attacking player, on his team, on a team that has no one on him other than Zaha, essentially, uh, against Aston Villa, who's more likely to play defensively than than some other teams. So, like, I think people sleep on. I, 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 I've been playing him in GPP on the past couple of slates, and I've seen sharp cash players play Olise on previous slates. I, I think from a floor ceiling perspective. I think Michael, I'd rather play Michael Elise at 7,900 than Leandro Trossard. I'd rather play, I mean, I'd, I'd seen for the price at 7,900. I mean, give me 12 points. I mean, like, do it. And he's the upside for more than that. I'm making the, I'm, take away the name. We're used to Michael Elise with like Eze in or Luca in or with all these other people that take his set pieces and also with other forwards that, that he's playing in the midfield now. It's like, dude, look at this Palace team. It's like Zaha, Olise, and like a bunch of scrubs, right? Kind of. Yeah. You have yeah. two defensive midfielders behind him. It's not a bad matchup. Like from a floor perspective, why, why aren't... If I said it's he was a... James Ward-Prowse in Southampton and it was the same line, we'd go, oh, yeah, he's viable. Right? So yeah, yeah. What if it's no. a shock face? No, no, it's a, you made a good sell. You made a good sell. Um. I would just like, I would say he has two goals this season and that game has the lowest total and he's priced too closely to Sally March, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, there's just guys with a lot more upside that maybe you're sacrificing a little bit of floor. Again, I, no, I, I think you're, I think you're fine playing Olise. Yeah. You make a lot of good points. He's got a nice floor and he does have some upside too. Um, but I just think just maybe game? I mean, literally look at his game logs. Yeah, Jordan, his game logs are really good. But one thing I post my cash team every week on my Twitter and you dove into my mentions. And so we were playing a lot of people played Morgan Gibbs White as an underdog monopoly set piece taker when one could have taken up Jack Harrison spent up and that would be in a favored spot. I'm looking at this slate right here. And if Hakeem Ziyech starts, I feel like if you apply that lesson, of course, everything's a little different. There's always going to be like a little bit change of context. I feel like I would rather play. A Hakeem Ziyech on a favored Chelsea, even if they're in bad form, 
than a Michael Olise, even though Ziyech isn't a monopoly set piece taker, he should have a little bit more upside. So when we have favorites closely priced, why is Olise going to be a priority over them is my question. 90 minutes and guarantee, I mean, like, just like, I mean, you're talking about okay, Ziyech. Right. Okay. Ziyech, you have another... Felix in, you have Chilwell in, he could play 60 minutes. I mean, Olise is okay. going to play not like, there's no reason for Olise not to play 90 minutes and not to be right. over at pretty Jordan, much every you... dead ball. Okay. So I'm just like playing devil's advocate here. I think it's fine, but playing Olise, Olise for 7,900 and getting that, I don't know, whatever, however many floor points you want to say, 12, I don't know. That's one less 8K guy that, you know, you don't have that can score you 30. Like, you know what I mean? But, I like, okay, you're using, but, you're yes, using you're salary. Right. You're using, talking you're about GPPs. I don't care no, about no, no. I'm saying, 30. I'm saying you're, you're using a lot of salary on a guy whose floor is not necessarily, it's just a little bit higher than some of these other guys but clearly isn't as likely to score 20 on this slate. There's a lot more guys on this slate more likely to score 20 points. In my opinion, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but like, like I think, I think it's a fine cash game play. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the know. floor points, I mean, just two points lower is Solly March. So Jordan, do you think like that's an accurate depiction? Well, it's also more expensive. 900 more though. I think you could find okay. the salary. Okay. Uh- I, I don't mind having that debate. I'm not I'm not saying anything against Solly March. I'm just I'm just I'm presenting the facts and be like, I like Solly March also. Like, dude, I'd rather play both of them, but I can't. I'm just wondering, yeah, if you're losing, I know it's cash, but if you're losing, I don't know, too much upside for just a couple floor points, I I, I don't know. Okay, that's I I consider that a valid argument. But I agree with you that you know he's got a really nice floor. He's got a yep. ceiling also. I mean, he of it, course he it, does. Of course he does. Sorry, goal. I mean, take a look at his game logs. It's he's 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 ten crosses, three chances created, three fouls drawn, you know, like three shots. I mean, he does like he may not score the goal, but I mean he does so much that like he if Crystal Palace scores, it's more likely than not that he's involved somehow with it. And if they're behind, if Villa are up one nothing, I mean they a villain's going to sit back and Elise is just going to, he's going to get eight crosses and four shots assisted. I mean, like, it just seems like, like from a floor yeah. standpoint, I feel just so much safer. Just like, just give me Elise. I don't, I don't have to worry about substitutions or anything. Like, just like, just when is he not going to be over a dead ball? Like, it, I, I feel like the James Ward Prowse type of argument of like, like, yeah, the team isn't yeah, great. Right. You but, know, he, but he, he is he, very similar. Get, he is very similar to Ward Prowse, like in the in a spot like this. And I think you're probably right. He's probably a better cash game play than Trossard. If you were just at midfield, if you were gonna like, I don't think you'd play Trossard at midfield over Elise. I, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a compelling case. We're gonna see when the 11s come out, and you'll have to have to make that sort of decision right there. Um, so, friend of the show, um, Archichi One, he's in the chat saying Jordan might say. Uh, Dijon Kulishevsky as his favorite play. So if we look towards the, in midfield, so if we look towards the mid-range midfielders, there's a few pretty solid options, I think, and you 
probably will be playing at least one of these. I'm not sure how salary is going to work out completely. But two plays that stand out to me in the 6,000 range, if Sun doesn't start, Kulishevsky has been taking corners for Tottenham. They're on the road and they're slight favorites. So, And he was subbed early in the previous game. So I'm not completely sold on him as a cash game play. The play that I like is Alexis McAllister, if he lines up as an attacking midfielder for 6,500. I think he's slightly underpriced. Um, what do you think about these mid-range midfielders, Ryan? Um, yeah, I think I agree with you. Kulusevsky, I think, just better tournament play. Too much, like, too volatile. His his range of outcomes get subbed. The sun can come on. Um, might be splitting sets. And also, it spurs on the road. I mean, I would hate to do that to myself with all, all these other teams on the slate. You never really know what you're going to get, right? Well, I think um, you know what you're going to get from Spurs on the road. You're going to get disappointed. Yeah. It's uh, anguish if you're um, a fan like me. I agree with you about McAllister. I think he's underpriced. Love McAllister. If he starts in that attacking role, yeah, I just don't know what else to say. I'm just, um, he's put up huge floor games recently, and he hasn't even got a penalty recently. He can score from open play as well. From And he, and he usually plays 90. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I like McAllister a lot. He's, he's my favorite for sure in the, in this whole range. I going down a little more it, like when Jordan was, I thought Jordan after, after all my guesses were wrong, I thought maybe he was going to say Declan Rice. I don't know what your guys thoughts. No, are no, no, he, he, he's not like you can't have Declan Rice be your favorite, but I think right. if, if he's going to take, you said salary adjusted, yeah. right, just salary adjusted. Yes. He's the value. And of course he scored a goal last week. Right, uh, as 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 chalk, uh, when when I don't play him in my GPP lineups, uh, but no, no, I think that De- no, I think that De- I mean to me, I, I I'm I'm plugging in Declan Rice, like forty six hundred for he's going to take more than half the set pieces for West Ham. Why? Okay, I think he's totally fadeable in GPPs, but I mean, I mean I'm not a big fan of West Ham on the road, but right, yeah, 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 no, it's, I. It, Compare him to the four, the mid-range $4,500 defenders. It's like, okay, I'd rather have Declan Rice. Mm. And then you compare him to, like, the $5,800 midfielders that have, like, nothing different than him also. Be like, why not save the money and just play Declan Rice? I think uh, just underneath – I mean, Ruben Neves at $4,500 is a similar-ish player also. So, like, to me in GPPs, it's like plug in Declan Rice – Who's and then take him out, and put in Ruben Neves, and Neves is going to be like eight times less owned than Declan Rice, in arguably a similar role. Are people really going to play Declan? Eh, I, yeah, I why not? So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I was all over him last week. I won't be playing him in tournaments this week. Yeah, I, I yeah, agree but with cash you. Cash games. Said. I mean, you're going to plug him in cash. Pro- games. Probably, yeah, probably. I'm just like not like overly excited about it. I get it, of, of course. But you know, they raise his price now. I don't expect him to be involved in any goals or an assist. Splitting sets is fine, but like, just in like this is probably the wrong guy to bring up. But like, 90 minute. If you got 90 minutes of Thomas Party at 4K, I think he has a higher floor than Declan splitting sets in this bad matchup I, I, I just to say I, I i loved declan last week he's just he's fine this week i don't know yeah it feels like a pretty like it feels completely mediocre it feels fine because west ham are underdogs in this matchup against brighton i mean brighton aren't exactly like a 
fantastic not like defense. world beaters right yeah yeah but how many but, how many corners are west ham gonna get how many could we project right. and if he splits them with bowen and it's kind of a rolling dice on which side they're on it, it feels like a lot jordan i thought you were gonna say uh for your brand douglas louise you always uh you always oh say, he's uh, viable you know, he's sitting yeah. there he's okay but i mean yeah. he's, a little, more, he's a little bit more expensive hey, yeah hey i'm gonna put another warning out there for people um you see this lineup we got for west ham and with Cresswell back in a, in a new formation. I mean, that's the lineup they used to play and Declan never took any corners. <laughs> Cresswell takes that side and Bowen took the other side. So just, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. That might not even be the lineup, but. Yeah. There might be a little bit of uncertainty in there. I'd like to always give a shout out to Hamed Traore, who seems he's like the new signing for Bournemouth who can put up, he put up a really good floor against Manchester city. I don't think you should go that direction in a, uh, in uh, cash games, but um, maybe yeah, scrolling love, down. Love, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no, love, love Hamed Traore. But yeah, like, I think it's a fine tournament play because like if he scores a goal or gets an assist, he should have a little bit of a floor too. So like put put up a decent score. But yeah, it's just a not a great matchup. But yeah, he's a great fantasy player. Yeah, it's good to remember for those showdown contests that he, he might be able to have an affordable floor when Bournemouth are definitely yep. underdogs. Um. Are we going to need to be playing anybody in the 4,000 range? So there's really no like cheap min price punts. I mean, there's some options like, are you going to need to play a Ruben Loftus cheek at 4,000 or a Moises Caicedo at 4,000? Like what's the midfield construction sort of shaping out to be? That's a good question. You have your guy, Jacob Ramsey there, right? Oh, Jordan, I can't. It's, <laughs> it's gotten too much where I have a, I have a stomach for punishments, but I can't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Well, I think if you're yeah. playing a cheap if you're playing a cheap midfielder, you're playing a Declan Rice or a or a, a Louise or Neves or Tra- Hamid Traoré. Of course, yeah, he'll take set pieces to the two they get they get against Arsenal. I mean, they're the biggest underdogs on the slate, so I'm not really I'm not really all enthused to play the set piece taker on the biggest underdog. Uh, but I mean, you could. I mean, this is what Mit- Nunes and. I mean, who knows? Like you said, party. Like I don't, I don't think that's horrible. Like at this point, you just you're using that for salary savings. But you also have to compare them to like the defenders in that range. And I think there are some 4K, low 4K defenders that are playable also that are I say similar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? Go go ahead, Ryan. No, I just I think your the answer to whether you need a one of those cheap mids is. It depends on what you're going to do at defender. Yeah, absolutely. So we can talk about this. So looking at defender. So I think we earlier had Reese James projected to start. So I'll have to take another look at that. But to me, defender position looks like there's some decent options priced above 5,000. So Ben Chilwell probably being the best play at 5,200. And there's some guys that we usually like to play like in a stooping on. Emerson's been pretty good, even though Tottenham are on the road. Um Ryan, do you think that you want to attempt to play two of these high-priced defenders in cash games, or are you looking at different constructions? How are you approaching the position? Yeah, I think probably just one. Um, it's like the spot the I want to play some expensive midfields and forwards, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure these expensive defenders are good enough. I think you just play chill well. And then, I mean, I don't know, maybe you guys feel different, but I, I think Chilwell is probably clearly the best cash play, just splitting set pieces um, in, a, in a good matchup. I don't know. Is there anyone else? 
I, I kind of consider like Reese James and Emerson stooping on like almost luxuries in comparison to Chilwell. Like I'd like to get up to them, but I can't necessarily play them. But lower price, like Jordan, you have players like Ben Davies. So is that a reasonable route to go well, to? I was gonna, I was going to ask you these these past. I mean, Ben Davis with Perisic not in. I mean, Davis has been playing wing back, right? Yeah, he has been. Mm -hmm. And he's completely okay as an attacking wing back. Like he's not a world beater attacker like a Reese James, but like in the past when he's played this role, like he will cross. He might even take a shot. And I think he got an assist a week ago. So I no, think he's not he's not a fake fullback. He's a he's a he's a oh, fullback yeah. that plays third defender in three center back pairings. But I mean he's he's in I mean he used to when Tottenham played a four man back line a couple of years back, Ben Davis was a fullback. I mean, he played fullback. I mean, there was a time when he couldn't stop scoring goals. That's long ago, so don't count on that. Right. But I mean, I think he's shown that he can function reasonably as a yeah. Back. No, I like Ben Davis, and also you could just go back to the well with Ben White. I think he's fairly priced at forty four hundred, and he's he's going to be a fullback for the biggest favorite on the slate, and they're going to have the ball seventy percent of the time. So why not take another piece of Arsenal? So like, like. To me, though, to me, my defender slots most likely will be Chilwell plus one of White or Davis. And it's quite possible maybe all three if I'm comparing, you know, White or Davis to a, you know, Declan Rice, Ruben Neves, Thomas Party, you know, that range of whatever midfield. And maybe maybe you do that in the utility. If if you would need that build, you may not be in the spot where you need a 4K utility player. What do you think, Ryan? Um, sorry, I not I kind of I'm not really sure what I'm, what do I think about what? Um, well, it's like the, uh, the, ben, the construction and the lower price. Yeah, second, okay. Second I, well, defender. yeah, I think Davies is fine. Yeah, he is a guy. He likes to cross the ball. He's got a good left foot. So, um, you know, it's some uncertainty there. I don't think it's like a smash play or anything or a great play, but he's fine. I don't know, like. I think it's just sort of whoever works. I, I might be willing to just punt off second defender if it got me everything else that I wanted. Are we going back to Koulibaly again and getting getting <laughs> negative points? Please, please. William <laughs> Saliba at uh, 3,100. That's the, the chef's kiss. He seems underpriced as a center back. And I was wondering, because in my um, dummy cash lineup, I was using Saliba, and I mean with 50% clean sheet odds. He's got to have a little extra goal equity too in a favorable matchup. If Arsenal get a lot of set pieces, are you fine just completely punting off? Like, is Ben Davies? Do we need to find the one thousand dollars to go from Saliba to Ben Davies in this? I I don't think so. Yeah, I'd be fine with Saliba. I agree with you. That's like a really good matchup, good clean sheet odds. You know, he should. Yeah, it's a good spot. It's a good spot for a center back. Maybe he gets a shot. Maybe he gets more accurate passes than usual. Um, yeah, I'm fine with Saliba. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to get up to Davies when, I mean, I would take a look at the bench, but I'm not trying to get up to Davies when they have other guys that play that position. And I mean, I know, we, I don't remember what happened last game, but the game before, I know Davies played 90, but Parasich or whoever came on and Davies went back to center back. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, if Tottenham were in a, a better spot, maybe, but it's just not a priority for me. Sounds good. Um, any other thoughts on Defender? Otherwise, we get to go to our uh, favorite portion of the program, um, Goalkeeper. So it's a five-game slate, 
And my guess, so the prices for the slate only just came out. So I'm only able to look at goalkeeper now. But do you think that if we're looking at paying up at forward and at midfield and allocating our defender salary in the way that we've discussed, are we going to have room to spend up at goalie? And is that going to be a priority to do? We have big favorites, but it is a five-game slate. So Jordan, how are you going to be approaching the goalkeeper position? Large slates, it's even more play wherever you want. I mean, to me, the the, the one that stands out, if you would, the, the home who's the home keeper well you know in jose saw right 4500 and i think you're probably in a lot of builds you're going to be playing a guy in that range in the, the the mid 4k range uh so yeah play the home keeper against tottenham tottenham on the road but what could go wrong right so so yeah i mean i have i've saw in my in my my current dummy lineup right right now with with elise right with trossard also on both, I mean, like you can you can make these you can make these lineups, right? You could punt a defender, you could not punt a defender. You could play Declan Rice, you could not play Declan Rice, right? I, I just understand. I, I agree with what Ryan says. If Cresswell is in, like Declan Rice may just be Ruben Neves. I mean, like it may like it may not be the worse, yeah, worse, yeah. right? Exactly. So like, so if, but if he's not, if Cresswell's not in, then okay, then Declan Rice is a little bit more is more playable. Uh, but if you're going to pay up a goalkeeper to me, it's Arsenal or nothing. I mean, like you, you're, you're paying up for, for, for Ramsdale because the clean sheet on win odds is so much greater than Chelsea Brighton and everyone else that to me, it's like either you're paying up at all the way up for Arsenal and you're paying, you're paying down and then hoping for the best. There's 10 goalkeepers to choose from in GPP. Don't stack against your, your attackers and see what happens. Yeah. Ryan, I guess on these larger slates, just to try to have some discussion about goalkeeper, do you ever like intentionally try to play these lower priced goalkeepers and hope that, you know, one of them has the big game and you can fit all the forwards? Is that like a strategy you can see yourself actively implementing? Or are you mostly looking just not caring, completely agnostic and maybe correlating to a center back? So you're saying like for tournaments? Yeah. Do you, do you think about yeah, trying okay. to capture the cheap goalkeeper that pops up or do you really just not care whatsoever and just correlate no, it to I, I do care. Um, not that much, but at least recently I've, I've been looking to use keeper as a place to get different. There's some keepers that no one plays in, in the big GPPs. So I'm fine doing that. Like you can win big GPPs with just a chalk lineup of the best plays and then a random clean sheet from the, the team that nobody plays or the keeper that's like, you know, less than 10% or even 5% or whatever it's going to be. So, no, I, I'm fine with that. Just in general, I, I think it's Ramsdale or Bus for cash games. or And I'm not sure that I'll be able to get there, but maybe when lineups come out, like maybe. I would get up to Ramsdale if I could, but I, I don't think it's a must. But, yeah, I just like – I don't know. I, I've been consciously using – goalkeeper as a place to get different lately in the main gpp it's like i'm not gonna i probably won't play one of these cheap road keepers in my high stake stuff probably not maybe i mean if 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 like lineups come out and really don't like any punts and i really want to jam some of the expensive plays i mean maybe but it's not like what i set out to do all right i think that's plenty of discussion about goalkeeper um maybe we can talk a little bit about tournament strategies before we wrap things up so i think one thing i'm trying to think about so five game slate there's plenty of places to look and um i'm just wondering if 
so Arsenal are going to get most of the attention and then Chelsea and Brighton are in good spots. So my primary question about this slate is, is it worth looking at these other two games for something really more than a one-off like uh, Michael Elise? Um, how are you both going to be approaching like tournament lineup construction? Just maybe try to find lower owned guys on the, on the favored sides and just go with that. Or are you going to look to maybe a contrarian one of these low total games? I think the easiest way to get different is to just not play Arsenal. I think if you just don't play Arsenal, you're good. Like do whatever you do. I mean, literally you could do whatever you want at that point. I think there's enough owners going to be enough ownership on Arsenal. And you just hope that no one score. Like, like dude, if they only put up one goal, like everyone busts, right? I mean, you're, you're unlikely to get enough points from, from everyone. So to me, like I rather not even have like, Oh, Saka plus like other people or Trossard plus other people. Like, if anything, maybe Odegaard by himself because he'll probably be the lowest owner. Martinelli maybe by himself, but he's forward eligible, so maybe he gains ownership there. Just feels like to me that if once I have one Arsenal player in my lineup, I kind of want more Arsenal players in my lineup. And if I don't, I don't. So, like, to me, uh, in GPPs, I mean, I'm probably going to build, what, like six lineups or something like that for GPPs. Uh I'm based on how I view how ownership is going to go. See, that's why the the tough thing is going to be with Chelsea, with how that how they how they line up, and then how people react to that. I'd like to pair Chilwell and Havertz together, like because if I'm going to play Chilwell, who is he more likely to get an assist to? Probably a center forward. Uh, but I think that combination will be owned. I think Havertz. Uh, if he leads the line at 6,400, we'll get ownership. I'm not going to get different there. Uh, I th- I think I, I think it's Brighton. I mean, I think playing guys like, like, I mean, just across the board, like, how owned is Matoma going to be? Like, how, like how owned is, like, is March going to be that? I think March is going to be owned, but 18%. I mean, like, Matoma's 12. I mean, we're talking even gross 7,100. Like, I just don't think these guys will be owned in combination enough. You'll see one-offs here and there, but will anyone play like anyone? Of course people will, but how many people will play three of them? I'm less likely to play Evan Ferguson because he's more likely to come out, you know, it's 60 minutes than anyone else, but I could see myself playing a Matoma, McAllister, Type of lineup, you know, in the midfield spots, and then my fo- then I could do Chilwell, Havertz, and then uh, you, may, you play a cheap, you know, Raul Jimenez or something. You know, do some Wolves thing or you know something where you're not playing any Arsenal players. So like, my my gut says that like I'd rather Chelsea leads. I'd rather like I'm thinking in another type of lineup I could play Havertz plus Bamford with Harrison with Chilwell, with Felix or Ziyech or something like, and play for that game to be four to two. I just don't know what the ownership is going to look like. I, it, I think there's so many moving parts for Chelsea that maybe all of them, people just don't, people are like me, right? They go, oh, this is a mess. And can I even trust Chelsea to begin with? And maybe none of these guys really get all that owned. And the Arsenal guys just get a, tons of ownership. And then the last thing I want to say is how owned is Harry Kane going to be? He's the highest goal scoring odds on the slate. Why can't I pair like Ben Davis and Harry Kane together 
and and play some Wolves players, right? I play Ruben Neves on the other side, and maybe that's the game. So I mean, to me, those are my those are my three overwhelming thoughts of like either Brighton, right? Maybe you don't even play any West Ham on the other side, but just like two or three Brighton players, a game stack, a five-man game stack of Chelsea leads, or like some type of like two-man Tottenham combo with a Wolves player, like something like that. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think well, I think a lot of good ideas there. Kane, I like that Kane call at the end. Um, for me... But is he going to be owned? Like, I mean, there are times where like... No, like, I, Jordan, you know, I think I'll, I'll, like, people are going to play Arsenal. Then Kane is like 32% owned on this slate. And I go, why did I do that? It, this will be interesting to see. But I want to say that I think you're right and that people won't really play him. But again, like, I don't really know. You never know. You never know, right? Like, he's he's got the right. highest Ivan Tony could be 15,000 and it'll be 20% owned. And it's right. just like, how did I, that like, happen? I project my own feelings and thoughts onto the field sometimes. So I, I'm not really sure. Um but yeah, just a few, few things to add, or a few things that I might do differently. Um, so if I, yeah, if I fade Arsenal, it's likely to be for Brighton or Chelsea. But I'm more likely to, um, like play for a four nothing Brighton or four nothing Chelsea, or sort of like a you know, and then three three attackers from those teams. Uh, obviously, I think stacking the game and from the other side is is perfectly fine too. Um, and then yeah, to your first like question, I'm also fine find playing some arsenal guys and looking for one-offs jack so i'll do that too because i think you don't necessarily need the nuts when you you know have the low owned one-off guy that scores two goals um so yeah i'll be looking for some of those i think it's worth it to look for some of those just because you know as we've mentioned chelsea have been pretty underwhelming and they could definitely bust and their guys get subbed and brighton's tough too so like yeah, I think it's worth it to look for guys from some of these other games. Yeah, I guess my... But like a one-off, sorry, like a one-off. I'm unlikely to like... I don't want to waste two spots on like, you know, like, I don't know, Ali Watkins and Leon Bailey, a uh, Watkins and Bailey pairing. I'm not saying it's the worst thing, but like, it's not the type of stuff I do. Yeah, for me, I was able to build a cash lineup using mostly Arsenal, Chelsea, and Brighton players. So I... I think one valid strategy is just to play a bunch of players from those games, maybe just play Chelsea and Brighton players or something like that. I feel like I'm less likely to force springbacks unless it just like fits perfectly because, you know, you look at the totals of these games, Leeds have a 0.97 total and then West Ham have a 1.06 total. It's just tough for me to imagine. It's easier for me to imagine four zero results than four two type of results. Um, but it's all related but, to pride, but, but Jack, it's all related to price. Like, Patrick Bamford's 5K. If I could get yeah, a cheap goal there, like I don't need, I don't need a ceiling. Like that's why I said, like Ollie Watkins is 9,200. There's a big difference between that's playing a good him point. and playing the cheaper guy. So like I don't mind, like on West Ham, like like what 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 what's the West Ham pricing? Like we have what Danny Ings. Like Danny Ings is is what he's he's fairly expensive. What 6,800 or something? Yeah, 7,100. See, there's a big difference between. Playing okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play two, three Brighton players, and then also play Danny Ings at 7100. Like, no, but if it, if it's Jacob Ramsey, if he's in, now you're right. He's actually, yeah, like, like it's, it's it's all price considered. That's, That's true. A That's a good really point. good really good point about Bamford. Actually, really good point about Bamford. Just like a guy that 
for whatever reason, I wasn't thinking about, well, I wasn't thinking about the lead side at all, but yeah, it's exactly right because I'm looking at all of these terrible 4k midfielders and like could just play Bamford. Like, I mean, what's, what's the difference? You just need a goal. And like, he obviously has a better chance at it and the price is like basically the same. So yeah, I think, I think when they're that cheap, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. One, uh, one off I like is a self-loathing uh, Tottenham fan is if Ben Davis starts as a left wing back and we have Adama Traore on the right, I just think there's a potential where Adama could just abuse Tottenham on the right-hand side. I, I think he has a lot more pace than a lot of the Tottenham players. He get a lot of fouls drawn. He unfortunately doesn't really score. And then so when Jordan talks about price, I think Adama Traore is 6,800. And it's, ugh. It, I wish he was $1,000 cheaper or something like that in that matchup to make it happen. But that's kind of one one-off that I'm looking at um, yeah i think uh, no sorry i just want to chime in i i i obviously i like that call and i, I like the the way you're thinking like yeah he could you know we see tottenham come out struggling a lot on the road always and adama could terrorize that right side and i think he's got a little bit more goal upside than he's shown in that people might think he he, he does he does have it yeah well i yeah, I think we've talked about most of it. Do we have any other like a uh, gigabrained uh, strategies that we might want to go? So maybe we could do like Solly March and Lewis Dunk. Jordan, where are we going to begin our center back goal? We're going to need you to help us with this. Oh with no, you need the Palace guys. You need either Anderson or Gugui or whatever his name is. <laughs> you got to pair him with Elise, right? I got to pair. I got to pair. Who does Elise get the assist to, right? I mean, like I got to. I got to do something like that, right? All right. So yeah, Joachim yep. Anderson. I don't know I which got... one. They both. They both are. They. They both get get headers on the ball it's not like one well then you play other. both jordan so you get you're guaranteed to get that i would say anderson jordan i think anderson's slightly better yeah anderson has seven shots on the year while uh gooey gooey is that his name gooey i think it's gay gay he i i prefer gay-hee. gooey what's up with you Goo- and the yeah. gooey sound jordan we have like steven burgooey we have mark burgooey gooey's <laughs> the burgooey Sa- brothers Sa- we have sarabia here sarabia, sarabia. Sar- <laughs> right Jordan, that makes me so mad. Like this, I can't. I read Pablo Sarabia, and I hear in my head voice Sarabia. It's absolutely. But, uh, announcers enough. have said Sarabia. Really? That's the, that's the reason why I say it that way. Because there's one Champions League announcer that does say Sarabia. That's it. We'll have to. We'll look this up. We'll have the definitive answer for uh, next. No, no, no. You're right. I mean, because if you you can actually search and see what the proper pronunciation is, Sarabia. I see. Well, that makes sense then. Um, I don't know. I think we've covered just about anything. Uh, anyone else have any last takeaways? Get ready for Declan Rice to score again for no reason. Yeah. Especially if he's chalk, uh, then he's definitely going to score. All right. Well, I think we'll leave it at that. So we've been, if you've been watching on YouTube, you'll notice that we're using the Rotowire cheat sheet. So you can use, uh, you can go down to the link in YouTube, do the Rotowire backslash soccer trial, two day free trial. So 48 hours. Honestly, you should just buy it. So, Jordan, how little respect do you have for your time if you play DFS soccer regularly and don't have the cheat sheets? Maybe you can uh, yell at everyone who isn't a subscriber and beg them to subscribe. It's it's not just the cheat sheet. You get, I mean, dude, you get, like, all the stats from all these leagues, from EPL, Champions League, La Liga, Serie A, League One, Bundesliga, MLS, Liga MX. You got, you got all the... What what position did this guy play? Ben Davis was he playing as a wing? Well, you can find that out at RotoWire. You have all the opt the stats and all the for, what are the, what are the formations? Okay, 
they come out there, they're, they're already plugged in, right? I mean, what are the lineups, the injury report, the depth charts, the defensive versus position stats, which don't matter, but I mean, you can look them up if you want, <laughs> right? The player stats, the stat trends, the, I mean, dude, there's no other place to go. Like you could go, let me let a peek behind the curtain. You could go to whoscore.com. You get don't. most of this, right? You can get most of this. You have to click through like 700 screens and then do all the manual addition in your head to figure out how many corners does one guy take or you have to go through the UEFA Champions League site and go to play-by-play and count up how many times the play-by-play said someone said get a quarter. <laughs> that takes a long time. You could do it. You could do it for free. You could go through all of that. You could compile all these stats. You could scrape all you want. Or you could pay like like a couple of bucks a month. I mean, it's so it's it's so cheap. so ridiculously cheap to just pay a couple of bucks. I mean, it's a couple. Of, I don't even know what the price is. But it's a, it's a single jack. It's single digits, right? It's negligible. I think it's eight dollars for the only soccer, and it's like a couple more for the whole site. It, you should just just join us. Have some respect for your time. Join us, and then even better, you get to join us in the Discord. You get to watch me tilt Liga MX or whatever random league I decided to play that night. I think with the level of discussion there is really good, especially if you're playing regularly. We love having newcomers. Um, jack, this I'll, is how much it's worth it. I still pay for it. <laughs> like I was just a- gonna say the same thing. I still I have my I have another you know account now that I work for Rotowire, but I was still paying for my old account and just like <laughs> don't even need I complain, to. I complained to Andrew like probably what five years ago. That's like I'm still paying the whatever quarterly thing or whatever. And it, oh, oh, you're on the show. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll get rid yeah. of that. So it's what and then it never happened. And it's so cheap. And it's so useful, and I play thousands of dollars of volume in soccer every week. Like it's a it's a write off anyway. It's like what like so go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. No credit card required. And and no. at least look at it. I mean, dude, I mean the cheat sheet has all the information that you pretty much need. And if you're like, oh, well, how did how did Maddie Cash do in the last you just click on the his name and you you bring up every you can. It'll tell you where he was. He was born in Sloth, Sloth, England, Slough, England. You can learn how tall everyone is. All he is is, uh... and all his game logs. And you get the set pieces and depth chart for Aston Villa over here. You get all. I mean, dude. I mean, I I use it for every. I use it for every single slate. More than any other site, I would probably pay like a hundred bucks a month for it. I mean, I've seen people. I've seen people say like, "Oh, you guys don't even use the stuff." I remember. I forget the exact count, but it's like, no. I mean. I use it every day. It's like my main thing. I look at some other stuff, but like not really. You don't really need to. I'm fine with like just going to RotoWire, and that's good enough. Yeah, just look on the much. cheat sheet. Not not the not the constantly pitch this, but the cheat sheet isn't just a cheat sheet. It's a cheat sheet for every slate that's available on every site. So that this little this little this little thing here, as Jack left, right? He's going he's going to check it out, right? He, he, he check out the value. You get the Bundesliga. Showdown slate, the interleague slate, the Liga MX slate tonight, the Liga MX showdown slate, the fan team slate, the fan team, the fan duel all day, the 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 Manchester City Newcastle showdown slate, the EPL fan duel main slate, the EPL uh Arsenal Bournemouth showdown for DraftKings. You get your y- Yahoo slate, like whatever slate that's there, and it's like I only want to see the information of the, the, the Nottingham Forest Everton showdown slate, 
Well, it's right there. And then you get the same information. You get the win odds, the, the clean sheet odds, the free kick tracker, the player stats and everything. And obviously everything's clickable. So you can click and go and look all you want. And even if you don't have to click through, you're just like, okay, there's here's the place I go to when I'm playing my Nottingham Forest Everton Showdown slate. And everything will be there. 6.30 a.m. Yep. It is, uh, it's one of the best value tools in the DFS space. So that was a much longer but passionate uh, sales point right there. So we should probably clip that. And then, uh, except for the part where I accidentally hit the back button and left the stream and then had to come back. So you were, you were leaving to get all the value. Yeah. <laughs> to bring the value. Yeah. I had to make sure I was paying for a subscription, even as an employee as well. <laughs> I think we'll leave it at that, everyone. I hope you all get second place in the GPPs that I enter and first place in the ones I don't. Good luck this weekend. Join us in the Discord. And yeah, we'll see you for the next uh, Champions League slate coming on the midweek. Cheers, everyone. Good luck, everybody.